Hello everybody, welcome back to the, I believe this is the fifth episode of the Gaia podcast. Today we have a very special guest. This is someone who has 45,000 followers on Twitter, about 33,000 on Instagram. This is the leader and creator of the Dinosaur Earth Society. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm really glad that you reached out to me so that we could talk. I, I've uh, We've kind of been going back and forth for a while now, so I thought it was interesting that uh, I'd have the opportunity to have you on. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Um, so... As always, this episode is sponsored by the Mother Gaia merch store. If you want to go check anything out, just click the link in the description. It's redbubble.com slash people slash Mother Gaia. Uh, let's get right into it. So how about you tell me a little bit about yourself? Like where did the idea come from? What your uh, what your goal was with it? Like what inspired you to become the Dinosaur Earth Society? Mm, yeah, so... Uh... A few years ago, I was doing some research to, to like about the shape of the Earth, and mm-hmm. uh, I found out the Earth is actually dinosaur-shaped, and that NASA has been lying to us all the time. I see. I see. So uh, that was a great moment of enlightenment, <laughs> and but. I kept it for myself for quite some years. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just let that it, something so big out into the open. Yeah, like I, I was afraid that people would see me as a lunatic. <laughs> so, but in 2018, that all changed because right. I made a, a Twitter account for the Dinosaur Society, basically to promote the truth about the shape of the Earth, like, <laughs> to fight the, the flattered conspiracy theory that's been growing recently on the internet. Right. And, of course, to fight... <laughs> sorry. To fight the globe Earth mainstream. <laughs> of course. So... You uh, you started out on Twitter, right? Yeah. What uh, what made you decide to uh, start there instead of like other uh, social media outlets? Well, um, at that time, Twitter was the only medium that I <clears throat> was using for myself, like right. for my personal account. Right. So naturally, I was used to Twitter. And that's why I decided to start off the Dinosaur Society on Twitter. Awesome. So I've noticed that you've uh, interacted with a few uh, uh, big names, uh, one of them being Wendy's. Yeah. She's How, my wife. Uh, she's your wife. I, <laughs> yes. What's, uh, what's it like having a corporate entity supporting you uh on social media 
it's amazing. Yeah. Like, mm, um, yeah, it just feels good to have some powerful backup from <laughs> um, a strong independent woman like Wendy's. <laughs> what uh like, what actually started that was it was it something that wendy's tweeted or was it something like you commenting under that i think it was me commenting and they replied and um and thus the relationship yeah, was born grew into the thing it is today over time <laughs> that's pretty like, awesome uh, i i made her a valentine's proposal <laughs> and she replied that we could be a couple that could conquer the universe or something. That's awesome. Yes. So, what uh, do you attribute a lot of your following? Like you, you just today hit forty five thousand followers. What's uh, what's that like? Having you know thousands and thousands of people backing you. Well, in, in the beginning, it was totally new to me. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know if you can relate, but um, like in the beginning, you don't really know how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely. But now it's, I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> I, I don't really check my following count every time. Uh, it's just something that happens. Yeah. Like, like I know. Do you? Boy, what's your, uh... a little bit every every day. Um, that's okay. That's awesome. Do your um, what's your like family and friends think about your account, and you trying to enlighten the world? Hmm. I think. My friends think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, most of my family doesn't really know about it. Is there any reason? <laughs> Protecting them from the truth? Protecting myself against their opinion. That's fair. You know, not everyone is ready for uh, a truth that big. True. Like <laughs> some of them know about it, and they like me spreading the truth. <laughs> so <coughs> you said that you started this in uh, in 2018, right? Yeah. And uh, so, what month was that? Like, how long have you been at this? Um, since May, like the second day of May was when it all started. Wow. So like a, a, like a year and a half now. And you've grown yeah, something like that's, that. That's pretty crazy. Like a year I, and five months at the moment. Yeah. I, I admire your commitment to it. Yeah, I think everyone on this planet has the right to know about the true shape of the earth. <laughs> So, so I will not stop until every single person on this planet knows it's a dinosaur. 
Now, uh, the dinosaur, is it a velociraptor? Yes. That's incredible. Because I've seen a lot of renditions of it where people have said that it's uh, like a, a Tyrannosaurus or a Stegosaurus, but what I've seen from you is that it's it's a Velociraptor. Uh, yeah, sure. It is a Velociraptor. Mm. People who think it's another dinosaur, they, they must have been tricked in some kind of pseudoscience. <laughs> But we have scientific backup to prove our claim that the Earth is a Velociraptor. Right. Like, I, think I also own a space agency, um, DESA, and oh, they right. con conducted a ton of research and they concluded the Earth is a Vel Velociraptor. Right. That's incredible. Um, so I, I saw yesterday that you uh you released the dinosaur earth game yeah i uh i downloaded um, it it's pretty fun um did you make it uh no it, it was made by um uh, a <coughs> game developer named um, dan boss okay. so um if you want you can check him out uh twitter.com slash Dan Boss and the O of Boss is a zero. Okay. I'll uh, so, make sure to link him in the description below. So, thanks to him. Um, Was it uh, collaborative? No, he like, just... Did you, uh, off, did he, he just he, made it for you? Yeah, I, I didn't ask him. He just made it, which is pretty cool. And that is pretty cool. I had lots of fun live streaming it yesterday. <laughs> Do you have like uh, like record of how much like how many people have downloaded it yet? Um, I think Dan will have those records. Okay. Maybe we'll have it, to. We'll it's hosted on his website, so he's the one who can see it. That's awesome. So. Let's see. What do I have next? Um, can you explain the the premise of the game to the listeners for those who haven't heard of it yet? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> um, you just have to like you are the dinosaur and the flat earth society, as well as round earth and some other fake earth are coming towards you mm -hmm. and. You have to shoot them until they explode. <laughs> and finally, the face of the game's developer will show up. And if you destroy that, you will have completed the game. <laughs> Which is pretty hard. I spent almost an hour trying to do that yesterday, and I didn't succeed. Mm. But I know some other people who managed to do it. So it's not impossible. <clears throat> so, uh, did he, like, explain it? Or, like, did you know the developer before? Or did he just, like, come to you and be like, Hey, I, uh, I made a game for you. You should check it out. 
um, he, he actually made a bunch of dinosaur earth art <clears throat> and hmm. my current profile picture was made by him oh okay that's so, pretty cool I, I like your your current profile picture it's uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, it is the uh, it's the dinosaur Earth uh, looking off into space very very adamantly with a big grin on his face. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a nice pixel art style. I like it. Mm. Yeah, I I like it a lot too. It's it's very creative. Um. So, uh, I have a couple things uh, that I like to talk about, and I know that uh, I touched on it a little bit. But in my uh, in my podcast, I like to do a section called "What Did He Do," and it is about Donald Trump, the orange that oh lives in the God. White House. Um, and I'm sure that you have a few opinions on him yourself. Yes, I do. So, uh, as you know, uh, Donald Trump is currently uh, in the process of having an impeachment inquiry against him because um, people have decided that him asking a foreign government for help uh, investigating a opponent during an election is pretty bad news and I agree recently there was audio released of him threatening death to the whistleblower have you heard of that uh, no I, I didn't so basically what he was saying was he said that we should and I quote handle them like how we handled spies in the old days which you know back in the 30s to 50s spies from russia or china or whatever were very often killed and so he was complaining comparing the whistleblower to spies and was saying that they should kill them mm. which is a pretty risky thing for the president to say about someone you know i think trump is known for his um controversial things he is saying i agree do you think that donald trump is a flat earther mm. Mm. No, I no? don't. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, like if he was one, he would probably be very obnoxious about it. That's like what most flatterers do. That's true. He, everybody has to know. He is, it's obnoxious. They are. It's like. Uh, vegans or people that go to the gym they always have to let everyone know that that's like their two personality traits yeah i think trump is um it's pretty obvious he is um skeptical about climate change 
Yeah. What's your... Like that uh, one time... The one time he tweeted... Um, <clears throat> when, like, the, the polar vortex has entered the United States, he tweeted, Global warming, we miss you. <laughs> That's not something that you should say. No, especially not as the president of the most powerful country on Earth. Yeah. So, that, that, that brings up an interesting point. How, what, uh, how is climate change affects, affecting the dinosaur Earth? Mm, it's making the dinosaur feel very bad. Mm. I see. Would it affect the Earth the same way as the round Earth might uh, be affected? Or is it more drastic? It's pretty much the same. Okay. I can see that. So, uh, let's see. Other things that he's, uh, that he's done this week was uh, he had, he did admit in a press interview that he was telling China and Ukraine to investigate into the Bidens, specifically Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Um, His reasoning is that he doesn't think that Joe Biden would be fit to be president because of his dealings in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, he says that, but there actually isn't any public proof of any of that. Um, and he, he said it very proudly. Like, it, he it, almost like no matter how proud he says it, he thinks that, you know, if he says it proud enough, then it's not illegal. <laughs> so, like, he, he publicly admitted he... Um requested foreign governments to do research to his opponent yes Hmm. which again not something that you should do if you're the president of the united states (laughs) as um as someone who's not who wasn't born in the united states what does uh what what does uh what do other countries think of donald trump Mm. We we think he's pretty crazy, and <laughs> mm. yeah, that makes sense. I don't know, like if, if you are, mm, like some people say he is an accurate um, representation of the American people. But I think that's a bit of a generalization. But okay. to some extent, it makes sense because he got elected by the American people. Right. And it was, uh, it wasn't by far, you know, it, he, uh, he had 47%, which isn't that big, um, in a presidential election. Mm-hmm. but it's uh 
it's kind of like small town America that elected him. You know, the people that aren't in the big cities and stuff like that. So when yeah. uh, when he was elected, it was a big shock to a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember um, following the, the elections back then. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was talking about his wall, and we <laughs> were like, no, if, if this guy will be elected, America is screwed. Yeah. <laughs> and it happened. That's an understatement. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think he will finish it all before his term is over oh definitely not we're actually almost a thousand days into his presidency there's a website that I like to use called howlonguntiltrumpleaves.com and there's a time uh, there's like a, a countdown and then underneath it it says how long has Trump been president and as of this recording, we are at 989 days. It's a long time, actually. It has been quite a long time. <laughs> so, But we have 471 days left, but um, we, there, was the, there was a former Trump organization executive that and her name was Barbara Rez and she says that she expects Donald Trump will resign before he gets impeached because um uh image is everything to him and he knows that you know i think he understands that he's going to be found guilty and that he will be impeached um and i think that he's going to you know try and get out before the worst comes to pass and well, that might be a clever thing to do i i think that would be the best bet for him um only yeah. his tweets <laughs> you know i made a um I made a comic yesterday where I was making fun of Nazis and I had someone who was legitimately trying to argue with me about uh, that I shouldn't generalize Nazis. And I just I don't I don't understand how someone could defend a Nazi. Like mm, supporters of Hitler's ideology. Yeah, exactly. Nah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, I I typically do not generalize. I I like to think that there's a lot more that goes into people than one thing. So, you know, Trump supporters or, like, people that voted for Trump or stuff like that, I, you know... I'm sure that they have their reasons and some of them might not be a hate-filled reason but you know I don't I don't like the people that use hate to uh, belittle 
others and with them I don't have a problem generalizing because they generalize to hate and if I generalize them then you know that's their fault for being hateful um so that's just my opinion on that I, really I think don't understand how someone can legitimately be a Nazi like yeah it happens there's like um in my hometown we elected a black woman as the mayor and there was an active kkk in the town over that came over and were protesting outside of our town hall that's crazy and like, it's just it's actually it's, happening in america yeah and like, it's so weird because that's crazy. like you know that that shouldn't be something that should be still happening it never should have happened but if anything it should have stayed in the 60s the kkk shouldn't even be allowed to operate anymore but now we have a president who has been saying that there are uh there are good people in the kkk and uh neo-nazi groups and stuff like that that's sort of sad mm. um yeah. yeah so that wraps up the what did he do th uh section but there are other things that have been happening uh in did all over the world so we'll start here there's one more thing about trump um mm -hmm. he posted a video to twitter um featuring a yeah. song like <laughs> look, at, look, look at this photograph and yeah he got, he got copy strike so yes. even the president of the united states isn't immune to copy strikes mm -hmm. which is pretty hilarious I don't I don't know so if he sad. said I don't know if he said anything about uh about having to take that video down. Did he like did he ever respond to that? I don't know. On Twitter it just shows um like this video is unavailable due to copyright violations. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's not the first time it happened with one of Trump's videos. That's not surprising. So, um, as you know, the United States is currently uh, trying to figure out who is going to be Donald Trump's uh, opponent in the twenty-seven or the the twenty twenty election. There are a lot of people running. One of them being a twenty sixteen candidate, uh, Bernie Sanders, and yeah. Bernie Sanders just recently had a heart attack yeah now, I heard it. <clears throat> he says that he's feeling great and that he should be going back on the campaign trail within a week but do you think that this is going to hurt his campaign or make it better mm. Oh, mm. i think it might spark feelings of empathy Mm -hmm. for the people like oh no he got hurt um but i don't think it's an know. interesting take on it 
But I can, people I can might not see him as a fragile old man that will continue to break down even more in the future. Right. Like I if, think that's if he what... actually if he actually got elected, he would be in his eighties when he's mm. he becomes the president and what if he suddenly dies during his presidency of some disease or yeah, that's that's definitely a possibility, and that that's that's something that a lot of American voters are worried about. Um, I can see both sides. I didn't really think about the empathy side, but I can see that as well. I think it's gonna hurt and har- or hurt and help for different people. For some people, it's like he had a heart attack and now he's already back on the campaign trail. This guy clearly is devoted. Or it can be like he's almost 80 and he's going to have a heart attack in office and it's going to kill him and stuff like that. And so I can see either side of it, but I don't know, man. (laughs) If I compare Bernie to to my grandpa they have sort of the same age mm. and like bernie's running for president and my grandpa's kind of being retired so i think <laughs> bernie's a pretty strong man for running for president at this age definitely i agree and he's he definitely has uh, the stamina for it like he's he's gonna keep going until he dies and yeah. that's the question like is he getting close to that possibility <laughs> yeah I, I don't know many old people will be able to do that right. um, all the way on the other side of the world there uh, the country of Thailand's uh, the the country of Thailand is under scrutiny because of their judicial system. There was uh, there was a judge, and I am not great at uh, pronouncing names, so I'm going to try my best with this. I think it's Kanakorn Pianchana. Um, I believe that's right. I'm, I'll leave the link in the description of this if you guys want to. Uh, go check it out and read the story yourself but he was he acquitted five Muslim men of murder on Friday before calling for a fairer judiciary because he uh, admitted to being pressured into prosecuting them simply because they were Muslim he then recited a legal oath, pulled out a pistol, and then shot himself in the chest. Wow. In his own courtroom. I think that's outrageous. I like the fact that that is happening in Thailand. And I know it sounds so terrible coming from an American whose country is at the midst of a civil war, but you know something like that like someone pressuring a judge to 
you know, charge five people of murder just because of their religion is outrageous. I agree. Like, there's shouldn't be any circumstance that that is acceptable. Mm-hmm. It kind of defeats the purpose of a judge. I agree. And they should be like how's that called the trias politica the separation oh. of separation of law yeah separation of church and state and uh, whatever it was I don't remember I and I that's something that the United States tried to do and they still try to do it but it's gotten a little difficult to do that but I don't know if Thailand has had those same ideals which makes this a lot harder because you know there's only so much that Americans can do to um, fix foreign judicial systems they definitely Mm. should be uh, like the United Nations should definitely uh, come to an agreement and punish whoever was at fault for this um luckily uh kind of corn pianchana is uh doing better uh oh, so he, he didn't actually die right he uh oh. he was able to miss uh any important body parts i think it actually went underneath his lung so he's he survived he's doing better he's just in recovery um oh. i guess we're just gonna have to wait to see what happens <laughs> oh. and I, that's it's just sad i can't believe that uh he felt so i mean i can understand why he felt so guilty but i can't believe that he felt so terrible about what he was doing that he felt the need to publicly execute himself. Yeah, it's a complicated case. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do this thing in my podcast called This Week in History. And I like to go on a website called historynet.com and I just like to go through for uh, the upcoming week and see what has happened over the past, you know, thousand years or so. Okay. And I found some pretty interesting mm. things, and I thought that we could discuss them. Um, first being that in nineteen or in eighteen forty nine, the American poet Edgar Allan Poe died. Uh, at the age of 40 in Baltimore. He was never able to overcome his drinking habits, and he was found in a delirious condition outside of a saloon that was used as a voting place and then died later that day. Ouch. And I know. I was I was thinking this. Like, he was battling alco- alcoholism so much that he wasn't able to overcome it and ended up drinking himself to death outside of a saloon 
and like everyone looks at Edgar Allan Poe as such an inspiration you know he was he was a fantastic writer he was a fantastic poet very dark and mysterious i know stephen king uh, attributes a lot of his stuff to being inspired by edgar Allan poe and i i find it so wild that he died of something so tragic as alcoholism you know yeah, it's kind of counterintuitive, I guess. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, to on October seventh of two thousand one, uh, it began the invasion of Afghanistan, that would later become the war on terrorism. Uh, due to the attack from the Taliban on 9-11. So yeah. it's, it was almost a month after it happened. And it was, it's known as the longest war in United States history. So it's, it's been going on since, like ever since. Yeah. It, it has and I, I i know that um during the obama administration that he had wanted to pull troops out of afghanistan um and i know that he did pull a lot out but i don't think that it was ever like completed like he he was only able to pull out some and then donald trump later wanted to uh, send more people back like he wanted to send more troops to uh, Afghanistan and Iran and stuff like that um, so I don't know if the war on terror is officially over um, I know that there are not as many people there let me see terrorism still happens I think it is, yeah. It it's um, as of right now, it is eighteen years, three weeks, and four days, and you know it's kind of like the war on drugs, um, and so it's never going to be really over, but sure. it's it's definitely not as heavy as it was. Like if you go and look it up and like read all of the uh. Uh, like the battles and uh, statuses of it it's like pages long and it's it's terrifying like i remember in like four or three years ago there used to be an increased amount of attacks in in europe especially right like, yeah. like in, in paris and right yeah there was uh, um France, especially. Yeah. Um. It's 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 really sad, and it, it all started because um, there was an attack on the United States, and then you know a bunch of different countries. The 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 main 
ones fighting it are the United Kingdom, the United States, France, and Russia. And uh, some countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and Lebanon, they're all like things have happened in those countries, but the country itself is trying to put an end to it. But they are, you know, there, there's only so much that they can do when uh, a, a terrorist group has been taking over the streets of the countries. Yeah, it's kind of hard to control them. Yeah. Like, Al-Qaeda and ISIS, the Taliban, it's, it, they're, they're big, powerful bodies. And even after taking out Osama bin Laden and bin Laden's son, it's, there's so many things that aren't happening that should and there's not really any way to to help it you know you just well, kind of have to it's pretty good that um, ISIS's territory has been uh, reduced to almost nothing yeah they used to they used to control almost the entire country of Syria and I don't know something else um, it wasn't Yemen I'm not sure. Like, Yemen is not in the vicinity of Syria. Like, Jordan or... I don't know. Yeah, it, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know... I think it just has to play out and eventually... Maybe something will come to an end. You can only hope, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, another thing is that the Harvard Law School, one of the oldest law schools in the country, uh, began admitting women in 1949. Mm. And I don't know how old uh, Harvard is. Um, let's see, Harvard was 400 years, maybe? Something like that. Just in case. Um, found, yeah, established in 1636, so yeah, almost, almost 400 years old. Um, Mm. after, after being around that long, and then finally admitting women in 1949... Seems like they were a little late to the game, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. And they were one of the first to do that. Um, aside from like all women's lawyer schools, um, but they were very, uh, very often discredited, uh, which is very unfortunate because I know plenty of female lawyers that are. A lot smarter than some of the the men that I under that I know. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, I think it's a great development that um, I agree. females I think are that... being 
like they're getting the same opportunities as their male peers. I agree, and I, I hope that it continues no... in that in that way. Yeah, like I don't think there's any valid reason for like to exclude women from such things. I completely agree. Like, I'm pretty sure this um, exclusion of women was motivated by some kind of religious ideology. I agree. For the longest time, women weren't even allowed to speak in churches. It's still the case in some of them. Yeah, in some countries... That's to, and some religions too it, it's it's very sad I hope that one day we can all just come to uh, an agreement you know I think some sort of equality well, and I think one thing that, that almost all religions have in common is that they um, they all teach that men are more important than women yeah almost all of them at least at at one point or another there is um there are some uh religions that are kind of they've kind of died out now but um uh there's people that still practice it like um ancient egypt beliefs ancient ancient egyptian beliefs i forget what the name is actually uh for them but they uh they treated women often higher than men um and that's why some of their like they a lot of their most successful dynasties in Egypt were under um, women control like Nefertiti and Cleopatra they were uh, some of the greatest empresses or whatever they were called back then um, and they they led Egypt to great uh like economic growth and stuff like that yeah um, i once read an interesting book um like um it was fiction about a post-apocalyptic scenario um like humans have destroyed the earth with some kind of war mm-hmm. and it fucked up the climate so that Greenland became habitable and mm-hmm. and the civilization in Greenland um, it's kind of the reverse of our current civilization like women were in control of everything mm-hmm. in Greenland and those are pretty interesting book. That's interesting. I love dystopian uh, future situations. Yeah, because, like, the people in the book were like, mm, men, they fucked up so bad that our planet almost got destroyed, so let's right. put women in charge now. It's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's kind of true. I agree. <laughs> yep. There's a, there's a lot to put at fault in this country because of male stupidity. 
Um, finally, the Apollo 7 space mission uh, put three men on board and uh, successfully launched from Cape Kennedy in 1968. And it was the first televised transmission from outer space. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was interesting because like, you know, now we're at a, now we're at a time where you can send like robots to space and still have it transmitted 13 years later or even like the Voyager, uh, Voyager and Voyager two have, uh, been transmitting back to, um, back to the earth for almost 45 or 45 years now. So oh. I always thought that was interesting. Are, aren't the Voyagers the, the first away objects we have ever put into space? Yes. Voyager one is, uh, is about, I think it either actually, yeah, it has, it's, it's past Pluto and it's, um, the farthest man-made objects in this in space because it, I was about to say solar system, but it's actually farther past. Uh, it's farther past the solar system now. It's now gone intergalactic. Hashtag Pluto is a planet. I agree. My girlfriend will appreciate that you said that because she absolutely loves Pluto. <laughs> Like, um, like last year, they the New Horizons probe um, reached Pluto and took some interesting pictures. Oh yeah, I saw those. Those were pretty cool. Yeah, but like, there's more. Um, there are objects behind beyond Pluto that are mm. almost as big. Like four at least but the only thing is that their orbits are even bigger yeah there um there are other dwarf planets um even in, our, in like that are in our solar system i think one of them is called eris um yes, named like... after the goddess of discord um and I, has... I found that so it's it a pretty large moon too yeah and that's another thing like the some of these dwarf planets also have moons which it's just because they don't really align with the the other planets in the solar system well there there's only two planets that don't have moons like mercury and venus mm-hmm. i don't really know why and there's yeah, a dwarf, sure. dwarf planet in the asteroid belt Mm. Yeah. which is like four times as small as our moon <laughs> yeah that's weird well that uh that brings us to the end of everything that i've had prepared is there anything that you would like to promote real quick if you want to do merch or you want to do your accounts like go ahead the this time is yours mm. Yeah, you can find the Dinosaur Society anywhere on the internet. Just use the username 
dinosaur earth all right and i uh i do really enjoy your merch so i'll plug it here for you go to dinosaurearthsociety.com slash shop um enjoy stickers and sweatshirts and i i'm I'm gonna have to pick up some stuff for myself to add to my collection because i really enjoy the designs that you have on there you you should wait until christmas because i'm working on epic new designs Ooh, you heard it here new uh, first folks we're gonna have some new designs coming up around christmas time so get ready for that it's supposed to be a lot better than the ones that are up now that's awesome oh i can't wait all right well uh thank you very much for coming on this show i'm i was really happy to have you uh well i'll uh, i'll definitely have you back on if you uh ever want to come back oh sure i enjoyed it and thank you for having me of course well that wraps up everything for today thank you everyone for listening and uh i hope you enjoyed if you liked it leave a like below comment share it please it helps get uh the views up uh, subscribe to god so, yes yeah, subscribe to me thank you very much uh thank you everyone for listening and i will see you all later